0: Today's episode is brought to you by Positively Productive Systems, whose mission is to be the antidote to your stress, and to provide compassionate productivity resources and coaching that help you heal and achieve. Be sure to check out both free and paid resources at positivelyproductive.com resources. I've always taken issue with the idea that we are productive to be productive for its own sake. Where is the value in that? Compassionate productivity encourages you to incorporate a whole life perspective when setting goals, creating systems, and taking action. It's not just about knowing your why. We hear this phrase all the time, but what does that even mean? It's about understanding your purpose and a deeper meaning behind what you do. And then it's about letting that drive the choices that you make, the actions that you take to make sure you are in alignment which again comes back around to give you greater life satisfaction. You're listening to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Zerotny, founder of Positively Productive Systems and a productivity coach certified in positive psychology and stress management. Join me as we explore ways to live a more proactive, positive life with episodes on productivity, self-awareness, mindset, entrepreneur life, habits and systems, simplicity, fun, and more. I understand overwhelm personally as a multi-passionate entrepreneur, wife and mom to kids and cats, and as a caregiver. I'm here to help you choose what's right for you so you can do less, live more, and breathe easier. Sound good? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa, and I'm starting off today with a confession. I was late getting this podcast episode done. Why? Because my family needed me and I had to pause work to help, and I got behind. While I don't want to share the specifics of the family events because it's not my story to tell, I will tell you that it involves grief and trauma and being there to support those I love, which is something I value dearly. So here I was, the crisis calmed for the moment, dealing with the work that had piled up. Years ago, a voice in my head would have yelled, this is what you get for not batching ahead, Lisa. And you got nothing done during this time. You're so behind. I probably would have added something like, you got to get it together. And maybe a little, this always happens for good measure. Does any of that sound familiar? It's funny. Like, funny weird coincidence not funny haha that this happened now because it challenged me to walk my own talk and to redefine what it means to be productive in my life at this moment in this season i was able to tap into my values which is being there for my family first and to allow myself grace and patience for what was an unexpected event i was grateful for what i'd gotten done and that i had time To still meet my deadlines, it challenged me to practice compassionate productivity on myself. And honestly, I'm the better for it every time I do it. I still had to sit down and scramble a bit to play catch up on a few things. Some others I removed or changed deadlines. And I was also able to benefit from years of adjusting my schedule to create that flexibility which reinforces what I do and what I teach. When I practice it on myself, I know it works. Even my clients are part of this equation. I work with the most amazing people who are themselves compassionate. They're willing to be flexible with me as I am with them, and they care about my well-being as much as I care about theirs. In this situation, we're all seeing the bigger picture and reframing our perceptions, and we're being kind to each other and to ourselves. As a coach, I've often been bothered by the boot camp style of coaching. I get that many feel the need for strict tactics, for the discipline they believe they need, because they've felt things have been too open-ended and created a trap of inaction. While I respect that some people thrive on that, it's never been my style. I don't like to nag and I don't like to tell people what to do. But I do love guiding and nurturing and encouraging in a way that allows Autonomy and helps build confidence. I even do this in my parenting, mostly because I believe that the things you do that are self driven help strengthen you. They stick with you and they teach you the very best. And they make it easy to keep doing them, which is especially important if you're trying to create a habit. They say you teach what you need to learn. And I believe that years ago, during one of my darkest times as a caregiver, which I have shared on the podcast with you, I needed compassion more than anything from others and from myself. And now when I guide clients with compassionate productivity, I offer them the compassion they sorely need to soothe and to reassure and to teach them how to turn that same compassion inward. To be honest, I'm not even sure where I came up with the term compassionate productivity, but when I searched for it, I was delighted to see that it has been mentioned online, specifically in the context of compassionate leadership in the workforce. For me, the word compassion came up repeatedly as a way to describe what I do, and it makes sense because compassion is one of my core values, and it's right up there with kindness, hope, wonder, learning, and integrity. I think I've always had compassion for others and believe in helping them, but with age and a breakdown connected to being a weary caregiver to my mom while being a mom to my two little kids, I could see how important it was to offer that same compassion to myself. Compassion has so many benefits. It's good for our physical and mental health. It reduces stress and it connects us to each other, which is immediately a boost to our well-being and to our life satisfaction. According to Dr. Paul Gilbert, who is the author of Mindful Compassion, there are three types of compassion, giving, receiving, and inner. I believe these are connected more deeply to productivity than we may realize. I also think our perception of what it means to be productive often gets in the way. I know we want to be productive, according to the traditional description, and I get why. We want to achieve our goals, live our dreams, and basically get our ish done. I'm with you on that. But I care about how we go about it. The irony is that we can be so mean to ourselves, but compassionate productivity is actually how we'll achieve our best work. It takes the idea of being productive, which I define as being efficient in order to live more, not necessarily do more, and it puts the person first. It takes the whole person into consideration. That's how I coach. And I'm coaching you not only to do the things, because we still have to get the stuff done, but to do them in a way that is best for you and to change that when necessary, as circumstances or seasons might dictate. If you spent any time with me, you've heard me talk about energy management. This plays a key part here. It's another part of compassionate productivity. When you lean into your energy, pushing when you have reserves and backing off when you have less to offer, you create sustainability in your schedule and your habits. You focus on what matters and you bypass burnout, which is huge. Because as you know, trying to come back from burnout versus trying to avoid it, two different things, takes so much more to come back from it. I've always taken issue with the idea that we are productive to be productive for its own sake. Where is the value in that? Compassionate productivity encourages you to incorporate a whole life perspective when setting goals, creating systems, and taking action. It's not just about knowing your why. We hear this phrase all the time, but what does that even mean? It's about understanding your purpose and a deeper meaning behind what you do. And then it's about letting that drive the choices that you make, the actions that you take to make sure you are in alignment, which again comes back around to give you greater life satisfaction. In episode 170 of the podcast, I talk about what productivity really means for you. It's the deeper purpose of productivity. I've been talking about this since I began coaching. I've written about it multiple times. I was featured as a guest contributor in the Huffington Post, now called the Huff Post, And I also shared an updated version of the same article on LinkedIn. And I'm including that link and the one to episode 170 in the show notes in case you'd like to check them out. In positive psychology, which influences my coaching heavily because it studies the very things that improve our lives, our satisfaction, one of the areas of focus is compassion and self-compassion. Another is resilience. There are many, many more like optimism, well-being, gratitude, self-esteem, hope. What you need to understand, though, is they're all connected. Compassion directly impacts psychological safety and resilience. Psychological safety is what you need to have to trust, which then opens your mind to possibilities. And it also opens you up to making mistakes and moving forward, which helps you develop resilience. All of these are key to being more productive. And you get there without shame, guilt, and yelling. Who is Compassionate Productivity for? My clients are, I will bet, similar to you, my dear listener, and maybe you are even a client as you listen to this, but I'm going to give you a list of descriptions and I'd like to see if any or many of these resonate with you. Those who would benefit from Compassionate Productivity are creatives who are sensitive to the world around them caregivers who are pouring from themselves without pouring into themselves. Someone who is responsible for many others, whether family or team or both, and feels the weight of decisions and prioritizing. Someone who's had major life trauma and grief and realizes that they need to honor those while still getting things done. Those with chronic and or mental illnesses that limit energy. Those who are neurodivergent, who think differently and feel differently and want to honor that while still doing the things. Those who are dealing with a life stage or transition that changes their abilities, maybe availability or energy or values or all of the above. People pleasers who take a backseat to everyone else and would love to be welcomed forward. And sometimes you need someone to welcome you in order to feel like you really can be in front. Multipassionates who split their time and want to accept that it cannot all be tended to simultaneously with the passion they desire. Multitaskers who rarely have only one thing to do and must make peace with how much can get done and when. Brilliant Productive high achievers who realize their default has been to force themselves to get things done. And now they want to finesse instead. And those who are tired of feeling guilty and ashamed about being human. If you resonate with even one of those, then I'm especially glad you're listening to this podcast and I welcome you to stay with me. Compassionate productivity is the basis for healing while achieving. Think of it this way. When you hurt yourself physically, you must take time and take action to help yourself heal. You wouldn't just walk it off if you broke your leg, right? You would support it with a or boot, rest and elevate it as frequently as possible. Take medication and create a balance of reasonable action along with rest to heal properly and regain your strength and mobility. The same goes for our approach to productivity while we're living our lives, life will life us hard and repeatedly. From traumatic events to bad night's sleep, anxiety, outside pressures and drama with others that probably spike that anxiety, to the wild interruptions of grief that hit us when we least expect it. Because remember, there's no timeline and there's no pattern to grief. However you grieve is the right way for you, and that's going to come up time and time again. We must take time to address all of this, or the alternative is burnout. And that is not happening on my watch. To further belabor this metaphor, I'd like you to think of me as a physical therapist for the productivity mindset. I can help you approach productivity conceptually and tactically in a way that works for you. And within your limits, and maybe while you're healing, a way that honors what you value most. It's productivity that feels like you. And it's the approach that will actually, perhaps ironically, help you get the most done, achieve the most, really. As we wrap up this episode today, I want to encourage you, whether you work with me or you're listening and working on your own, to find ways to embrace compassion in your life. Think about the types of compassion that we talked about and check in with yourself to see which one's easiest and which takes a bit of effort. Choose one to try to find ways to nourish that aspect. My clients most often struggle with receiving compassion and inner compassion. So that might be related to asking for and receiving help, watching words that you say to yourself, your internal monologue, and forgiveness. Whatever you choose, whatever you're working on, I'll be right here to support you along the way. Thank you for joining me today. Your time is precious and limited, and I'm honored you chose to spend it with me. If you have feedback, questions, or want to schedule a chat, head to positivelyproductive.com connect. And if you are looking for any of the resources referenced on the podcast, from books to products to training and more, go to positivelyproductive.com slash resources.